Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with Freedom Through Faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. We now rejoin today's message already in progress. He that believes and is baptized is saved. So if you're not baptized, you're going to hell. No, that's not what it says. It's talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus once said about a man who had a demon cast out of him, that demon roamed to and fro through the earth, trying to find another place to live, and decide, let me go back to my original home and that body of a person that he'd been cast out of. When he got there, he found it swept and garnished. In other words, it was completely clean. The person was completely clean inside and out. But he had not had invited the Holy Spirit to inhabit him. So the demon went and took seven more demons, even worse than himself. And they all came and made their abode in that man. And the worst state, the last state of the man was worse than the first. Folks, if you get born again and you do not receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit, you are in trouble. There is no way you can stand against the devil in your own power. You must have the infilling of the Holy Spirit in order to resist the devil and see him flee. Amen. Here he says, everyone that believes and is baptized, baptism in the Holy Spirit is saved. But he that does not believe shall be damned, shall be cursed. If you are not a believer, you are living in and under the curse. You can go read it in Deuteronomy 28, about verse uh, 14 on to the end of the chapter, 15 on to the end of the chapter. Those are curses that you've been delivered from if you have Jesus as your Savior. Amen. Here, he that believes and is baptized in the Holy Spirit shall be saved. He that does not believe is cursed already. These signs shall follow them that are believers. Amen. In my name they will cast out devils. Glory to God. That's number one on the list. Jesus gave his disciples power to cast out devils in his name. Power to heal the sick. In Matthew chapter uh, was it? Chapter 10. You don't have to turn there. I'll get there real quick. Glory to God. 
chapter 10, verse 7. This is what I try to live by. As you go preach, in other words, everywhere you go preach, everywhere you go preach. Brother Bob, that's kind of hard to do if you're going to the grocery store. Isn't it? I mean, somebody, they'll kick you out of there. So what? Go to another grocery store. I just seen a, a thing on the news. Denzel Washington had been invited to speak at a commencement graduation. And instead of getting up and giving the usual mumbo-jumbo about you are on the road of life and all the blessings are before you and, and you can do whatever you make up your mind to do and make a difference in this earth and all that, he, he preached a sermon. He told them you can do whatever you want to do as long as you have God with you. And he preached for about 10 minutes just on having God with you. Oh, praise God. It's about time somebody did that in a commencement address instead of cowering to, to, oh, the liberals won't like it if we mention Jesus' name. Folks, it's time to make people mad. Oh, I'm good at that. I'm real good at making people mad. I get nasty letters and emails and, and people write bad things on my Facebook account. Why? Because I don't care if I make them mad. They're going to hear the word. The seed's been planted. That's all Jesus is saying here. As you go, preach. Saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's what we're doing today on the broadcast. Sharing this gospel with you. We're preaching that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then he says what? Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely you've received. Freely give. He's talking about salvation. Freely you've received salvation. Freely give salvation in Jesus' name. Demonstrate the power that lies with that name of Jesus. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, and cast out devils. Glory to God. And here in Mark chapter 16, in my name, they will cast out devils. If you're a believer in the name of Jesus, you can cast out devils. I don't care if it's Satan himself that has inhabited a body. You have power in Jesus' name to cast that devil out. Glory to God. They'll speak with new tongues. That's your infilling, your baptism of the Holy Spirit. If you are in a denomination that says that tongues are not for today, that it's of the devil, perhaps the denomination is filled with devils. Brother Bob, you just made a whole lot of Baptists mad. I don't care. I don't care. I do not have a care in this world. Jesus said, "Roll your, be careful or full of care for nothing. Roll the cares you have over on him. For he has overcome this world. Glory to God. They'll take up serpents. I'm not saying you need to be taking up snakes and things like that. If you need to grab one and get rid of it, okay. But the devil is described as a serpent. They'll take up these devils. They'll get rid of them in the name of Jesus. If they drink any deadly thing, it won't hurt them. If people try to kill you, it won't harm you. Oh, they may kill the body. So what? Paul said, absent with the body is present with the Lord. Amen? So what if they kill the body? It doesn't matter. Because if they kill this body, as they're getting ready, if ISIS captures you, if Muslims capture you, and they're going to chop off your head, you ought to thank them. And smile at them and say, remember, Jesus still loves you. And then they chop off your head. 
And the next thought you have is, hello, Jesus. I mean, it's terrible, but we're going to cover the rewards you're going to get. I'm, whew, amen. They'll lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. Not might recover, they shall recover. That's what we're supposed to be preaching. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Amen. Oh, Lord. Time's going so fast. Turn to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Glory to God. Jesus. Let's go to verse 6. When they were come together, they asked Jesus, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? People are asking the same thing today. What's his response? It's not for you to know the time or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. But you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all of Judea, and in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Lord, okay, let's translate and meditate a little bit. He's talking here to Jews. The disciples were Jews. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and othermost parts of the earth. Jerusalem is the city. Judea is the state and the country. Samaria is the country surrounding where they live. And the uttermost parts, as far as you can get. We can translate and meditate that today. You should be witnesses to me in the city in which you live in the nation in which you live, in the surrounding nations in which you live, to the uttermost parts of the earth. That's our job. And if you're not doing that, you are not fulfilling the purpose God has for you. You are not earning the rewards by doing the works He's called you to do. Oh, you may receive salvation and get into heaven. Kind of like, you know, in baseball, the, the play at the plate, they throw the ball to home plate, the catcher gets it, he's trying to tag the runner out, and the umpire is the one who makes the decision, safe or out. You may be called safe, you just sliding into heaven, holding on by the, the fingernails, but you made it. Amen? But there are no rewards with you. You get no rewards, you're just there. It's written... It's written, there are different levels in heaven of rewards. It says, you know, he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John the Baptist, right? John the Baptist is one of the great orators of this world of human existence. And the person who just slides into heaven, safe by an inch, is greater than John the Baptist on the earth. Amen. First Corinthians chapter three, verse ten. Let's start. We're running out of time. Let's let's jump right into this. According to the grace of God, which is given to me as a wise master builder, I've laid the foundation. We did that in in our beginning with the Apostles' Creed, and another builds upon it. But let every man take heed how he builds on it. For other foundations can no man lay than what has already been laid, which is Christ Jesus. 
Now, if any man builds upon this foundation gold, silver, or precious stones, wood, hay, or stubble, every man's work, there's that word again, a four-letter word, work, shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. The fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abides which he's built upon it, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. There's an example of having rewards when you get to heaven. Are your rewards based upon the word of God, or are you seeking rewards in this human existence? Are you trying to present yourself as being somebody? Or are you trying to present Jesus? Gold, silver, precious stones represent things that God approves of, that God values. Wood, hay, and stubble are things God does not value. You could be called as an elementary school teacher. But you decide there's more money in being a college professor. And that's where you go. Oh, you fulfilled your calling as a teacher. But you did not fulfill your calling as an elementary school teacher. And when you get to heaven, Jesus is going to say, Okay, I gave you the gift and grace to be an elementary school teacher to focus these young minds that they could be pure, and have you as a representation as they enter adulthood. What did you do with that calling? Oh, well, I, I became a college professor, a Dr. So-and-so, and I did all, I wrote 12 books and 13 thesis articles and was published in all the major magazines. And not a, That's not what I called you to do. What did you do with the calling I gave you? Your works be tried as fire. And anything that goes against what God's purpose is for your life will be burned up. Oh, you'll be saved! But there are no rewards. You lose the rewards that had been laid up for you. Let's look at these rewards. There's five rewards that I found in the Bible. The first is called the incorruptible crown. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Verses 24 and 25. Don't you know that they which run in a race... So we've been using that example, haven't we? Everyone runs, but only one receives the prize. So run, so that you may obtain. And every man that strives for mastery is temperate in all things. That word temperate is hard. Like hard steel, determined. Every man that strives for mastery is determined in all things that they do. Now they that do it to obtain, they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. Talking about people running a race here on this earth. What's commonly referred to as the rat race. Those who try and work and work and work and work and work to get, to get, to get, to get. Is doing it for a corruptible crown. But we are running our race to receive an incorruptible crown. Amen? The incorruptible crown. It's called the imperishable crown. The crown. This crown is given to believers 
who faithfully run the race, who crucify their selfish desires and do everything they can to point men to Jesus. In other words, they overcome the earthly ambitions to be somebody, to attain some level of wealth or whatever. They separate themselves from worldly things. That's not to say you can't have good stuff. It's to say that should not be your motivating factor, to have a big house, a new car, and a million dollars in the bank so you don't have to work no more. Well, Jesus also has a parable about that, about the rich man who said, I don't have enough room to keep all my stuff. I know what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger barns. I don't have enough stuff. And I just kick back and take it easy the rest of my life and eat and drink and be merry. And God says, you fool. Tonight your soul is required of you. And what's going to happen to all the stuff you laid up? In other words, you lose all your earthly reward because you're going to die. But you have not laid up heavenly treasure where you can be receiving rewards in heaven. Amen? The incorruptible crown are those for who crucify selfish, human, pleasurely desires and they seek only the desire to share the gospel. Amen. Next one is the crown of rejoicing. Uh, we can see that over in 1 Thessalonians. Glory to God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, verse 19. I can get over there. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 19. There it is. says, For what is our hope, or joy, or crown of rejoicing? Are not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at His coming? For you are our glory and joy. Amen. The glory and joy and the crown of rejoicing are to those who faithfully witness the gospel but the saving grace of God, and they lead souls to Jesus. It's also been called, this crown's also been called the soul winner's crown. If you're a witness for Jesus, leading other people to Him, you receive the crown of rejoicing, the soul winner's crown. I believe when we get to heaven, you know, you're going to see, there's, as we said, different levels of reward. I believe you're going to see people walking around. Oh, that's a soul winner over there. Oh, this guy sacrificed selfish desires just to spread the gospel. He gave up riches and used that money to sow into the gospel. You're going to see these people walking around with different crowds, kind of like in the military. If everyone's wearing their dress uniform, and they got their medals and all that on there, you see this guy has a bronze star, this guy has a legion of merit, this guy has, oh wow, this guy has the Congressional Medal of Honor. You're going to see all these different rewards that people have earned. You're going to see that in heaven. You're going to walk around, you're going to see these things, and you're going to, and it's not designed to make you jealous. Oh man, I wish I had one of them. That is really cool. I want one of them. No, because there's no jealousy in heaven. Amen? I believe it's going to be, wow, congratulations. You, you earned the soul winner's crown. Man, that's great. It's not going to be envy. It's going to be admiration that they served faithfully. Amen? Well, the crown of life is in James chapter 1, verse 12. 
Also, uh, over in, let's see, verse 12 says, Blessed is the man that endures temptation. So if you're enduring temptation right now, Jesus calls you blessed. If you're enduring temptations right now, Jesus says you are blessed. For when he's tried, here's the problem. Not just to endure the temptation, but to overcome it. For when he's tried and overcomes the temptation, he shall receive the crown of life. Amen. Which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Amen. Revelations chapter 2 also talks about this, verses 8 through 11. To the angel of the church in Smyrna write these things, says the first and last, which was dead and is alive. I know your works. There it is again. I know your works. I know your tribulation. I know your poverty, even though you're rich. I know that the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews, but are not, but are of the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of these things. For you shall uh, for, fear none of these things which you shall suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation for ten days. Be thou faithful to death, and I'll give you a crown of life. Amen. The crown of life are for those believers who endure trials, who endure tribulations, who endure severe suffering, even to the point of death. It's also referred to here as the martyr's crown. That, you know, people in the military are familiar with the purple heart. Civilians are too. That means you got wounded in battle in the face of the enemy, but you endured and you're still alive. They give you the purple heart to recognize that you faced that and overcame it. Here, this is referred to as the martyr's crown. You refuse, you know, it's you see it all over the news. People are... You know, the, in the Muslim world, the ISIS is rounding up Christians. There used to be something like 50,000 Christians just in Iraq. Now there's less than 5,000 left. ISIS, it, it, they're either running to other nations or ISIS is capturing them and beheading them. Recant your, count your testimony of Jesus Christ. Recant your belief in him, and accept Allah and Muhammad and recite that Muhammad thing, the same, or we will kill you. And thousands upon thousands of Christians are saying, I refuse to recant my belief in Jesus Christ. And they are beheaded. They are killed. Tens of thousands of people have been killed in the Middle East in the past few years. Because they refuse to reject Jesus. They would rather die now and be with Jesus now than recant salvation with Jesus just to live now and forever be lost. So they die a martyr's death. And Jesus says, those who die a martyr's death, I will give a martyr's crown. So when you're in heaven, you'll see them walking around. Wow. This guy endured trials and tribulations and sufferings even to the point of giving his life for the word and for Jesus. Again, that's not jealousy. That's so you can go up and say, wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. Next one is the crown of righteousness. 2 Timothy, verses 4 through 8. I'm sorry, chapter 4, verse 8. 
Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And he just not, he's not just going to give it to me only, but to all them also that love his appearing. To those who love the, and anticipate the appearing of Christ, who anxiously await and look forward to the day when he will return for his saints, this crown is given to those who look forward to that day and time. To those who've lived a good, righteous life for God while living here on this sinful, dirty earth. Everyone who anticipates the return of Christ, enduring the trials and afflictions and the temptations in this earth. Oh, that doesn't mean that you got to live perfect. And nobody does that. Every person has fallen short of the glory of God. And when you mess up, and I have also, when you mess up and you repent of that sin, say, Lord, forgive me. I plead the blood over that. And I turn from, the, to repent means to turn completely around, away from it. When you do that, and you make it all the way to the end, Jesus says, you will receive the crown of righteousness. Because you rejected the things of the world and just sought out the things of God. The crown of righteousness for those who anticipate, look forward to the appearing of Christ. Glory to God. And lastly, is the crown of glory. The crown of glory. Amen. That's in 1 Peter. Let me get over there. Glory, hallelujah. 1 Peter chapter 5, 1 through 4. The elders which are among you I exhort, who am also an elder, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, and not for the money, but of a ready mind. Neither as being lords over God's heritage, or masters over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. For when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that does not fade away. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to the elders. Yes, all of you should be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Amen. There is what's called the shepherd's crown or the pastor's crown. But it also includes, if we are reading the word of God accurately, where I've said before, every person has a calling. That's what we're studying today, is do what you are called by God to do, to be a witness. If you are a preacher, a teacher, a Sunday school teacher, a missionary, a mom, a, a grandma, a dad, a boss at work, whoever, and you are a witness for Christ each and every place and every single day and everywhere you go, and you are teaching the Word of God, and whatever ministry you are called into, you are going to receive a crown of glory as well. So, when people get to heaven, 
they're going to see some people walking around with all five crowns on. That's not to say they're, you know, like, you know, weebles wobble, but they won't fall down thing. No. These crowns we're going to cast at the feet of Jesus in heaven. We're going to say, Lord, I've done it all for you. And just give them back to him. I believe that he's going to give them back to us. No, you earned this. That's the way I read the book of Revelation. No, you earned this. We're You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.